Hello and welcome to the Frontier Strategy Group podcast series. FSG is the leading information services provider for emerging markets and sectors. We partner with business leaders at over 220 nationals by providing them with research, analytical tools, and data that help power their emerging markets business strategies. My name is Bhavesh Segal, and I'm the managing director and head of research for FSG's Asia Pacific division. The topic of our podcast today is local partnerships in India. This is the second podcast in our local partnerships in India series. The first podcast essentially talked about the essence and the rationale behind why partnerships are critical. In this particular podcast, we are going to be going deeper into some of the best practices that we actually learned, and also defining some of the key objectives that multinationals need to keep in mind for the long-run success of any specific partnership model in India. To support this, obviously, we recently released a new report titled "Local Partnership Model in India," where we built a three-step process to help evaluate various commercial models in India. Joining me today to share a little bit more detail on our work is Pratima Singh. Pratima is a senior analyst on FSG's Asia Pacific research team and has been leading our efforts on this topic. Pratima, a warm welcome. Thank you, Bhavya. It's great to be here. Okay, so let's let's kick things off, Pratima. And I know that you did a lot of interviews and you spoke to a lot of our uh, India GMs and APAC heads for this specific report. Give our clients some sense on what did you exactly learn and hear when you actually spoke about local partnerships on the ground in India. Absolutely. So, Bhavya, like you said, I did interview a lot of our uh, clients and executives um, that have local partners or that had used local partners earlier to get a sense of why the why partners are so critical in India, and I got some great insights from the ground. Uh, essentially. like we had discussed in the previous series pa- uh, partners are are very important in the indian context to overcome certain challenges that that are specific to the indian market one of these is fragmentation or or price sensitivity of the indian consumer and an, a gm of uh, a company actually and i quote said the tail is very long in india in most other markets 3 to 4 customers make up 80% of our sales but in one state in india one customer provides 20% of sales while 200 to 300 make up the rest this client essentially uses a distribution partner to reach the, his end consumers so that that sort of falls in line with with a challenge that he faced and how he used a local partner to overcome that um another uh, uh, possible challenge that um, that partners actually help overcome in india is is the complex business and regulatory environment uh, a senior executive from an indian business consultancy actually said and i quote again the government has put rules in place limiting foreign investment and so mncs are not allowed to enter the indian market without partnering uh with local companies in a number of sectors like multi brand retail defense pensions etc and so again it sort of reiterates the the uh challenge that the market is complex and local partners not only provide local insight but can also help overcome these issues interesting so so let's kick things off and let's go a little bit deeper uh, can you tell tell our clients what are the typical objectives that different companies actually try and achieve and i think this is a pretty critical 
point in terms of you know succeeding in local partnerships in India because a you know we need to ensure that the objective is not only for 2016 but it is in line with our long-run plan for 2020 for the country B the partner is obviously on board with the plan as well because we don't want to actually work with a partner only for one to two years and then again redo the overall exercise a couple of years down the line which apparently continues to be a bigger issue for many of our clients and third you know all of us know how tough is it in terms of managing profitability in India so identifying the right partner who can achieve the objectives that we have profitably continues to be a big theme across the client day so so why don't you actually you know you know give us some thoughts on the kinds of objectives which objective do you think are, are, are the most prominent ones for 2016 and 17 uh, for, for our larger client day Great. Okay. So, so you're absolutely right, Bhavya. Uh, it is very important to identify the objectives for the partnership at the start because no MNC really gets into a partnership in India for a short period of time. It is a long-term strategy. And so identifying these and prioritizing these in order of importance is very crucial. Uh, based on our interviews and based on my research, we actually outline nine objectives in the report that we think are very important for MNCs in India and that have come up time and again in conversations. Uh, these include things like maintaining price competitiveness. Now, this is very important in the Indian context because not only is the Indian consumer price sensitive, but also it is very important to manage profitability, given that that is still a big challenge in the Indian market. And so partnering with some local companies can help MNCs achieve this price competitiveness uh, objective. Another objective could be to gain local insight and, and understand the regulatory landscape. India, again, is very complex. And so a lot of the times, MNCs don't have the in-house capabilities to be able to get local insights into the market. And so they use local partners in achieving this and better understanding their suppliers, their customers, and, and even the government and the regulations. So that is another objective that we hear time and again uh, that, that comes up as, as an important priority for MNCs in the Indian partnership landscape. Um, and finally, like you had said, in order to understand the examples of what some of the most important objectives are, uh, in the report, we've included a sample technology company, Alpha, and we've highlighted that maintaining price competitiveness uh, and increasing its customer reach, protecting technology and gaining insight are four of the most important objectives from a partnership for this company, Alpha. And then we've highlighted how they use the, re the uh, report and the diagnostic tool to really achieve this. Um, basically, it comes down to prioritizing and aligning your objectives with your partner company so that you can uh, create a, a successful relationship going forward. Interesting. And obviously, once the objective has been defined, the next step is to identify the right type of partnerships. You know, so obviously they range from being, you know, identifying an agent to a distributor to a logistics service provider and others. So give us some sense on, you know, what is it that MNCs are thinking of? You know, do you have any, any rationale around, you know, multinationals? not succeeding with a particular kind of uh, partnership and so being a lot more successful with another kind of partnership. What are some of the themes that we actually picked up on that front? 
You're absolutely right. We did hear a lot about some of the types of partnerships that are actually more successful or more popular than others. And commercial agreements do fall in that category. A lot of our MNC clients uh, prefer to have commercial agreements in India rather than a little bit more risky uh, partnership deals like joint ventures or M&A deals. And this essentially comes down to the financial stability and financial certainty aspect of the local company. Now, within commercial agreements as well, we've seen a range, like you said, from agents to logistics partners to licensing partners, etc. And so essentially, the model that we've uh, developed in the report highlights which interests are best served by these different types of partnerships. Agents are essentially companies' representatives in the market. They don't really own the inventory or the customer relationship. So this is a very uh, uh, low complexity and low control sort of uh, partnership. The second is outsourcing. Outsourcing partners can be involved in things from support services to manufacturing. And in India especially, toll manufacturing is a very popular outsourcing uh, type of arrangement. Logistic partners are also um, popular. They basically provide the logistics and infrastructure support to deliver the final product to the customer. They don't actually generate any of the demand or own the product. Uh, distributors are some of the most commonly used um, type of partners in India. 94% of FSG's clients in general have distributors in the country. Um, a distributor buys the product from the company and then holds it in its inventory and then uh, also usually owns the customer relationship. Licensing partners are also very fairly common in India. Uh, the typical licensing arrangement allows technology, knowledge or process transfer to the local company in return for, say, a royalty. Uh, the licensor or the MNC in this case remains the owner of the technology. So these are the commercial agreements that we've uh, discussed and highlighted. And we've also looked at joint ventures, but, but very briefly. And a joint venture is essentially a agreement on which, uh, under which both parties agree to set up a new entity with new assets, pooling equity. So these are the different types. And when we've developed the model, we've actually highlighted how different objectives can map into these different uh, types of partnership deals. And can you give us a couple of quick examples on that, you know, under which sort of objectives, which model is the right one, you know, a couple of brief examples on which are the right objectives to have an agent, let's say, and likewise, you know, logistics service provider. Absolutely. So like I had mentioned, we took the example of a technology firm Alpha in, in understanding different objectives. So uh, Alpha wants price competitiveness to increase customer reach, protect its technology and gain insight. And so when we prioritize these objectives on the FSG partnership matrix, we realize that the distributor arrangement is actually the, the most uh, preferred arrangement for Alpha because it meets majority of these of these requirements or these objectives for the company. Similarly, for um, uh, say an industrial sector company, they value maintaining price competitiveness, protecting technology and maintaining management control. And so using those three objectives, we find that licensing and JVs are actually a popular model of, of partnership for the industrial companies. These are samples and obviously this model can be tweaked to include industry specific factors or any other company specific factors that clients may have. But, the, but essentially it's a very powerful way of understanding how to map your objectives to different partnerships. Interesting. Uh, and Pratima, lastly, I do want to understand, you know, during your research, I know that you have multiple case studies and best practices listed in the report. 
if you can just share a couple of uh, examples with, with our clients in terms of uh, what are those best practices that you picked up uh, that can be that can be pretty useful. Absolutely. So so you're right. We, we did conduct a lot of interviews and a lot of conversations with clients and we got great insights into what works and what doesn't. So one example would be a company, Pi, which is in the chemicals industry. And it's a very it's at a very early stage of operations in India. And so what they are trying to do is essentially understand the market. So they want to gain a regulatory and local market insight, but they also don't want to invest too much at such an early stage. So limiting their initial investment is also a very important objective. So using these objectives and, and understanding what the internal requirements were for the company, they decided to use a licensing agreement to enter the market in India. They used a local partner that was fairly well established. And so they were able to leverage on the insights that they got from this particular company. What really stands out in this particular case study is the way that they um, distribute their returns through the partnership. They have a very um, clear and, and specific proportional returns uh, understanding. So they divide the entire operations of this of this licensing agreement into three uh, parts. One is technological expertise, the second is operational capability, and the third is channel and market capability. So using these three, they have realized that they provide the technological expertise. And as a result, as a proportional return strategy, they therefore keep one third of the returns. And so essentially, we think it's a best practice to avoid future conflict and to avoid any sort of misunderstanding and really focus on building the relationship. It would be worthwhile to establish a very clear and uh, something that both parties agree on uh, way of, of getting royalties in the future. Interesting. Uh, thank you, Prathima. Uh, this is obviously very, very enriching and it is indeed a powerful way to actually think about partnerships in India. Thank you for the great insights. Thank you so much, Bhavya. It was great to speak with you. And before we wrap up today, I would like to mention that Prathima is available for one-on-one -on -one conversations with FSG clients. Just reach out to your client relationship director if you are interested in scheduling a meeting. And be sure to download our full research report from the FSG research portal at portal.frontierstrategygroup.com. This concludes our podcast and thanks for listening in.